Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. This series is very special to me as I will be part of a conversation with my former students at James Campbell High School, who will be sharing their journey of becoming an educator. For my for many teachers like myself, one of our biggest hopes is that we can impart <clears throat> our passion for teaching to our students. I am one of those lucky educators who get to see many of my former students take that brave and courageous journey of becoming a teacher. Today, I'm super grateful to have Joelle Dildley and Jazri Kurpuz to be part of this podcast. So let's begin this um, and having them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Joelle Dildy. I'm a former student of Mrs. Baniaga. I was a freshman in her class about two years ago, and I'm currently a junior at James Campbell High School. I'm in the Academy of Public and Human Services, specifically the education or teaching as profession pathway. Thanks, Joelle. Hi, I'm Jazri Kerfuz. Um, I was also Mrs. Baniaga's student when I was a freshman back in 2011. Um, I'm currently a biology and environmental science teacher here at James Campbell High School. Um, and I'm also an alumni from Campbell as well as um, a product of the Explorations in Education program from Campbell as well. Thank you, ladies, for introducing yourself. I know that you can't see this, those of you who are listening, but I'm beaming from ear to ear. Um, just to have these two ladies and uh, share uh, with you who they are and uh, where their journey started. And very, very proud to say that, you know, they were they were simply ninth graders in my class and, and so happy that we're here today to talk about their bigger journey. Um, so ladies, can you um, share with everyone why did you choose teaching or why you decide to teach. Um, I can go. So to be honest, teaching was not my first choice of a profession. Of course, when I was younger, just because I've heard of not the best things about teaching as a profession. However, when I went into middle middle school, I had the amazing, like the best teachers ever. They were so supportive of just me and my growth as a student. And I do like learning, I do like school, and I just also wanna have an impact on students the way my previous teachers have had on me. Thanks, Joelle. Um, so I actually have always wanted to be a teacher Ever since I was small, even when you play, you know, school, I was always playing teacher and I wanted to be the teacher. Um, but like Joelle, I also was discouraged from a young age because of the, the things that are said about teaching as a profession. Um, so I kind of had it on the back burner for a really long time. Um, but as I went through school, I was always reminded that how much I love learning. Um, and I don't learn very easily. I have to work very hard <laughs> to understand a lot of things. And so um, I just really liked helping others get to that point of understanding the content um, because a lot of times um, you don't understand and, you know, you don't want to say anything. And so I, I love to help those who are in the same boat as me. Um, but just like Joelle said, um, the supportive teachers that I've had throughout my time in school made me want to be that person for other students as well um, and just foster that passion for learning um, and support outside of their own personal lives. Nice. Uh, 
you guys obviously have that already passion right from the get-go as a year one teacher and also for Joelle to be an aspiring teacher. That is so impressive and, and that is so inspiring also. Um, so ladies, also share with us and because this is a learning, any podcast is all about learning uh, from our guests and learning from each other. Um, can you share with us some of maybe your struggles and obstacles of, you know, becoming a teacher or, you know, just getting to where you are today? Um, I can talk about some of the struggles. So um, like Joelle had mentioned earlier that there's always this stigma around teaching as a profession. Um, so I always had such a hard time with the lack of support um, in my personal life and even from other teachers that I've had um, going through schooling that would always make me feel like teaching is not where I should be. Um, there's a constant negativity around teaching as a profession because we know that the things that the teachers deserve are not always what they get all the time. And so people always want to discourage you and tell you, oh, you shouldn't go into education because nine times out of 10, if I told somebody, oh, I want to be a teacher, they're like, oh, you want to be a teacher? And then even more so science, they're like, oh, ew, science. And so it was always this, um, this doubt that was planted in me where there was never doubt to begin with. Um, so that always went in the back of my mind, festering and pestering me like, oh, should I really go into education? And anytime I would have doubt what other people have said about becoming a teacher, um, and that made me doubt myself a lot and my skills. Um, so I think my biggest obstacle was overcoming the negativity and reminding myself that this is my passion. And if nobody's going to do it, then, um, you know, I at least I will be willing to and because it is where I want to be, you know. So I think that was my biggest obstacle was just having to face the fear of everybody saying negative things about teaching as a profession. Hmm. Right. Wow. That's that's so honest of you to say that. I know that um, that is truly a struggle for for many. And I think that's what uh, we encounter as veteran teachers, too, or just the um, just the career and our profession in general. What about you, Joelle? I know that you are in the beginning of your um, of your journey you are a junior so what are what are some of the struggles maybe that you've that you see or that maybe um maybe that you anticipate um similar to what jazzy said it's kind of just the support because most of the people that i tell they are supportive like the teachers they're supportive however like my peers are like, oh, but you don't make a lot of money. So I'm like, yeah, that's true. But it is something that I do want to do and something that I have a passion for. And out of my family members, only my mom is kind of supportive of my career choice, especially after the pandemic. My family is kind of like, oh, do you really still want to be a teacher after everything that happened? I'm like, yeah, that's what I want to do. So it's honestly just the support and having, making sure that you persevere through all of the obstacles. Nice. So Joelle, you brought up a really sticking, 
a sticky, not maybe not sticky point, but a valid point. We've been in pandemic for the last, you know, this this is gonna we're just getting off of it in the last two years. So, and you folks still decided after all of this that you're gonna continue teaching. Talk to talk to us a little bit about what was that like, and did that ever like hinder you or, um, you know, give you second thoughts after going through the pandemic as a student? Um, I know Joel, you were going through your tenth grade year, and Jazzy, you were going through your student teaching, right? Yes. So talk about that a little. Like, what was going through your mind, um, and you were still thinking, should I be a teacher? What are your thoughts? Okay, so my freshman year, I was actually in the hospitality and tourism pathway, but I changed it to an education pathway my sophomore year. So even like throughout the pandemic, I still wanted to be a teacher. Um, like, I feel like my passion to become a teacher grew more during the pandemic because the teachers, they did a lot, I mean, like you guys really did what you oh my god you guys really did what you had to do with i mean you weren't given a lot to work with but you still made it work and that's amazing like all of my teachers during the pandemic were amazing they're very supportive and stuff like that so i think it just solidified that i really wanted to be a teacher during the pandemic wow Wow, that's, that's actually that's awesome to hear from a student um, and to even to think that after all through that, that actually pushed you a little bit more. Uh, Jazz, I know you were going through student teaching. What was that like? Yeah, it was actually really difficult um, because before our student teaching semester, we had multiple placements in person, obviously, because COVID wasn't a thing yet. Um, but I went from having such a great experience making, you know, relationships in person, person and just finding that confidence to be in front of a class to like just staring at blank screens because <laughs> nobody had their cameras on. Um, so it was very discouraging. Um, but I was very fortunate to have such a great professor um, at West Oahu, Kumi Ikeda. Um, she really taught us how to roll with the punches. And while we were learning how to be online teachers, she was too. And so she gave us so many opportunities and so many skills, um, but just mainly the reassurance that, yes, you can do it. I'm going to do it and you're going to do it too. And we're going to figure it out together. Um, so just having that support from my professor at West Oahu, the cohort I was in, as well as my student teacher mentor, um, Mr. Yoshida, um, we were all learning everything at the same time. So to be able to have somebody in the same boat as you um, and still have that passion. It just, it kept my fire um, for teaching and really like how Joelle said, it did solidify my my passion and my want to stay a teacher. Wow, that's, that's so awesome of you guys to be so candid about that. Um, again, I'm, I don't know how many teachers out there can hear, you know, from their students um, and even uh, new teachers, um, what, what this experience had brought us. Um, yes, it was hard, definitely hard. We were all learning. So now that we're back, now that we're back in person, well, what is that like? And how does that, you know, I guess maybe did, does it give you a greater view of what it's going to be like to be a teacher? What's that like now that we're back? 
Um, for me, I think it was a refresher. I definitely was trying to adjust again. I was very nervous to be back in person because I was like, oh my goodness, I've been talking to screens all day. How do I get back into building relationships in person and everything on top of, you know, the protocols and stuff because of COVID. Um, but I think that having that time online really made me appreciate how, how great it can be to be in person and to build those, um, those relationships with your students in person. Um, so I think it gave me a new outlook on not only appreciating teaching as a whole, but my students as well, to be able to foster these things with them, just see their reactions and, uh, you know, see their growth from, you know, the struggles they faced being online to being in person, like just that amazing aspiration from what they were to what they are going to be. Um, it was very, very awakening in a sense for edu for like my, my view as being a teacher. Mm, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, Jazzy. What about you, Joelle? So now you come back um, as a student too and still thinking about going to education. What was that like coming back? Um, as Jazzy said, I was also a little nervous to come back to school like in person. And there's always just like little thing in my head like, oh, what if we also go back again to online? And I was like, oh my gosh, I hope we stay like this. But you definitely can see the difference in like classroom environment and just teacher to student, teacher to student and student to student relationships. Like we're definitely closer together and you know more about like your peers and your teachers when you're in person. And as Jazzy said, you're like fostering relationship, relationships and the community inside your classroom. And as she said, it is just like a newfound appreciation being in the classroom, talking to your students face-to-face -face in person. It is very, it's very different. And it's just, it's an appreciation for what we lost in like the past couple years. Yeah, good point. Great insights, ladies. So. So we, you guys went through this, you, you went through the pandemic as a student, as a student teacher. Now we're back um, and Jazzy, you're, you're now teaching in front of kids. Um, and so here we are, this is our journey as of now, this is where we are today. So, you know, we talk about the obstacles, there's many obstacles um, that we go through in this profession. Could you share with us maybe some of the things that um, that supported you? Like what worked? And your your know that your experience will help many of us, uh, veteran teachers and those who are listening to, you know, provide this path uh, that we can support teachers and actually encouraging more teachers um, to go, uh, more students to go into the profession. So, can you share just from your experience what were some of the things? Um, that helped you get to where you are today? Joelle, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Oh, I can go first. Um, okay, so the Public and Human Service Academy has definitely helped me, specifically the education pathway. Um, Mrs. Oishi, Mrs. Silva, 
and Mrs. Young, they've definitely been pillars in helping me in my path to becoming a teacher. I mean, Mrs. Oishi, she really helped me in like getting into the internship program with Mrs. Baniaga that I did the past term. I mean, she did all the paperwork for me and stuff like that. And she really helped me along the way. And she's still helping me with, she's still helping me with my internship and stuff like that. So they've, just the academy itself have really, have really helped me. And I think that's amazing because we do need more teachers. So the fact that they're willing to help and take the time out of their day to do that, I think is amazing. Nice, thank you. How about you, Jazzy? Um, So just like Joelle, I was in the Explorations in Education program here at Campbell. Um, I actually had a different teacher. I had Miss Tammy Miller. Um, she really helped me get my foot in the door and kept my foot in the door um, because right after I graduated high school, she helped me land a position here at Campbell straight out of high school as a PPT. Um, so she kept me in education immediately after I graduated. Um, and then when I was at LCC in the education program there, they're just so good at keeping your excitement for teaching um, and really introducing teaching as a profession to you. Um, and then over at West Oahu with Kumi Keta, like I said, she really taught us how to roll with the punches, um, but she kept us in the reality on how to balance the expectations of a teacher as well as your personal life. Um, and she just gave us such a, a feeling of family and camaraderie within the teaching community. Um, and then coming to Campbell, obviously making it full circle right back to where I started was awesome in itself. Um, but I'm very fortunate to be part of an amazing academy and an amazing science department um, that if I step outside my door and I walk two steps to the left, I can talk to Mrs. Palmer and she's so helpful or across the way is Mrs. Oishi as well. Um, so just all of these different people within my community, um, within the school itself, but even I'm extremely, extremely fortunate that outside of the community in my personal life, um, two of my best friends and my boyfriend were all actually educators. Um, we all came from the same program at West Oahu and we all teach here at Campbell. <laughs> so I'm super fortunate to have such a great support system of people that are just uplifting, keeping me grounded, as well as having the same goal of wanting to be better educators for our kids um, and just the greatest outlook ever on the future. So just being surrounded by amazing educators is such a great support system for me. Well, if that's not the greatest testament to what is <laughs> what the good things are going on, I don't know what is. You guys totally make me proud. Um, and it really is very heartwarming. Um, again, I'm very lucky to know that, you know, you folks are coming back to get back to the community. And just like Jazzy, you, you're saying it's, it's coming full circle. And, and when I teach among, um, alongside of my former student, that's, that's probably one of the best feelings in the world out there. Why? Great. Thank you so much for sharing that. So the last thing that I have is, hey, you know, this is all about learning from each other. I know you've you've imparted some great things about your journey and definitely helping all those who are listening of thinking about what we can do better um, to make sure that our future teachers are supported and to stay in the profession. But what are some of the questions, you know, that you guys have, whether, you know, from each other or from me? What are some questions? And again, this is, we're all learning all the time. 
Um, well, I do have some questions, but before I do ask my question, I would like to say thank you, Mrs. Baniaga Lee, for being such an amazing teacher. Um, I've told you this before, but you were one of the best English teachers oh. I have ever had. <laughs> and you were like the start of my solidification in wanting to become a high school teacher. Oh my God. I hope I'm making you cry. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. I can't cry. We're recording. We ain't talking about that. <laughs> but as well as, um, you know, the other teachers I've had here at Campbell, like Mrs. Andres and Mrs. Salusa, they were like super big in me solidifying my decision to become a high school teacher. Um, but just being able to see and work next to you guys after looking up to you folks is just such an honor. I just want to say that and I love oh, it so much. <laughs> thank you so much, Shadri. Okay. Um, my question, the first one is going to be to you. Um, it's, have you seen a change in the kinds of students wanting to become teachers since you know you've had the opportunity to work alongside your former students what kind of change have you seen since mm. starting oh boy didn't anticipate this question it's a hard question so um jazzy as i look at you and i look at joelle who's a, an up upcoming teacher you know i don't mm -hmm. know about change but I know I see the needing to help others and the passion to help others is definitely there. So not so much change, but I there's something about them uh, when they come back and they say they wanna be a teacher. Um, you know, I always look at my students um, when they're ninth grade, I'm like, you're gonna be a great teacher one day, you know, without me pushing them into the profession. But I don't know about the change. I think it's something that is in them, that passion to help others, that excitement to learn, um, and that that willingness to help others grow. Um, I think that's there. Um, I think for maybe a change, I think they know a little bit more. Um, more students are knowledgeable what this profession is about because we have more programs. So maybe that's the change. But otherwise, it's the passion that I see in students that's constant. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then I also have a question for Joelle. Um, from the point of view of a high school student, what is a characteristic or trait that stuck out to you most um, in your former teachers um, that helps you in your aspirations to becoming a teacher as well? Um, I think a trait would either, or it would be like empathy, sympathy, and just like the overall support that they have for me as a student or just students in general. Because I mean, there are times when like students have other things besides school, you know, they may have stuff at home or they might have extracurricular. So them just being like empathetic and sympathy and sympathetic for like students' life outside of school, I thought that was really good. I thought that was really good because there are some teachers that are like, no, like my classes, your entire world, but it's not like that. And just the support that they have for me is like, I wanna be that type of support for other students as well. 
Joelle, do you have questions for us or for Jazri or for me? Um, let me see. Anyone can answer this question since you're both teachers. Has there been like any time during your teaching career where you felt like you didn't want to teach anymore or you were very discouraged? Hmm. Besides the pandemic, besides the pandemic. Mm. I th I'll answer that one. I think the hardest part of being a teacher is the emotional um, toll that it takes on you. Not, not so much the stress, but when you become close to students and you see them going through something, something just something that you can't help them with, that they're going through some kind of pain, that's really hard. It's so hard. Um, it takes a toll on your heart. It takes a toll on your, um, and just your well-being. And I think that's one of the things as teachers that because you care so much about the kids that when you see them in pain, it's hard sometimes to separate yourself from that. And I think there was one time that um, you know a student was struggling so much and I couldn't do anything for them um, and they were acting out and all of that, but it was just very heavy. And at that moment, I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't teach, it's too much. It's heavy on my heart. Um, but when I saw that kid graduate, I was like, no, this is why I'm here. So yes, there was that moment. I think I actually have to agree with you. Um just having so much love for these kids and then you know just wanting to just take them home with you not in a bad way but like to take care of them as well and help them and support them in every way possible but you know you can only do so much um you know there are times where i'm at home at night thinking like how can i help this person tomorrow and the next day and the next day or so and so was acting a little different today and I didn't have a chance to talk to them. Um, is that going to be like a deal breaker for things, you know? So just constantly worrying over the kids is not necessarily a bad thing, um, but it definitely does take a toll. Um, and it's just, it does hurt to not be able to help them in all of the ways that you want to. Um, but in addition to that, I think the only other time I ever feel like, um, not necessarily giving up, but having a hard time with being a teacher is when I can't reach a student. You know, I know that we're not going to win them all or we're not going to be able to, um, you know, fix everything for all of our students. But when I am incapable of doing that for them, it, it's hard for me to step back and you know take myself back out and remember that there's only so much that i can do for people yeah wow jazz <laughs> you're only a first year teacher and you already have that insight wow i'm very i'm very impressed uh, not many people have that insight and have been teaching for longer than you joelle what do you think what would do you think you would an anticipate as you know one of your hardest days um teaching for me, well, since my intended thing is elementary education, I think my, or what I anticipate would be my hardest, 
I think it would be like something similar to you guys. Like if the student is acting out and stuff like that and you just don't really, or you just don't really know how to handle or like which path you should go, which path you should take to like handle the student or yeah, like handle the student and make sure that they're okay or they're just, they're getting the content or like when they are acting out, I think that would, it would be similar to you guys. Yes, definitely. So yes, teaching, ladies teaching is, um, it, it's, there's a heart of a teacher and it's a heavy heart sometimes. But I think that's what the beauty of teaching is, is because we, we love we love kids for who they are and want to do the best that we can for them. Um, and all that intention is about the kids. And that, if you have that um, in your heart and in your mind and that your intention is all about being there for the kids, regardless of what they're going through, you you both will be absolutely okay. And anyone who's going to be your student will be very lucky to have to have you. Wow. Thank you so much, ladies, for being part of this um, this podcast. It was it was more than I've ex- what I have expected. So emotional, too. I'm like, oh, okay, I got to hold my tears back. Um, but like I said, you folks have, you know, inspired me to continue what I'm doing. And I'm hoping that our little talk today is also letting other educators know and whoever's listening know that these two ladies are giving us hope. They are giving us hope that, you know, we, there are, te- there are students out there and there are young, young people who want to become teachers and that our job, I think, is to provide the support and the and the guidance and all of that that they need so they too can be part of this beautiful profession so ladies thank you so much uh, for being part of this again you have made my year and um, i congratulate you and i'm super super proud of you so thank you